And now it's time for another episode of StoryCorps San Joaquin. As part of Valley Public Radio's collaboration with the Personal History Project, we're airing segments based on recorded conversations from February 2020's mobile tour in Fresno and Bakersfield. Today we're going to hear from mother and daughter, Maria and Jasmine Leva, as they trace their family's roots in El Salvador. They talk about Maria's childhood, the role food plays in their family, and the journey to building a new life in California. I think something that really stands out for me is just like how different like the way that you grew up is from like the way that me and my sisters grew up. Can you tell me a little bit about where you were born? I was born in El Salvador in a small country um, in Central America in the, the city of Chalatenango, like in a small village called um, Guarila. You know, you talk about how, like, you grew everything that you ate and, like, it was pretty sustainable before sustainable was, like, a buzzword. <laughs> so can you tell me, like, what a typical day was like? Well, it was like uh, we got up... Well, my mom would get up like at four in the morning to make coffee or like sometimes toasted coffee and then grind and make coffee, fresh coffee. And uh, for us, um, we went, the kids would get up to like, we have chicken, we have like cow. And I would do a lot of chores before going to school. And sometimes I would even like eat something on the way there. But sometimes I didn't have time to eat. But we were like eight people in the house. You know, and mothers back then, they had, they knew how to stretch to feed everybody. My mom would have got up and, and like cook the corn and make the masa to make tortillas. But most of the time we eat vegetables, like the main meal was lunch. For me, I feel like food is such a big thing in our like relationship in our home. Like even when you worked, like you cooked a meal every single day. I, I learned by looking at what she was doing, but, you know, we did a few things together. But then, like, when I moved to the city and I had to work, I learned from the from the other lady that I lived with, that which was my guardian, so she cooked a lot, and she would have showed me. We've talked about your mom before. Um, what do you think, like, is something that you inherited from her? This is far. <laughs> um, being a um, hard worker and uh, ways to feed everybody and being like, um, yeah, there's in, in things that kind, I feel like, you know, to be kind. Do you remember um, like how old you were when the war started? Yeah, it started in 1979, and I was 15 then, and uh, so I moved to the city, but I started seeing things, that, like in towns, cleaning up the towns, you know, people leaving and stuff. What was the most exciting thing about moving to L.A. as a uh, young person <laughs> in the 70s, or was it no 80s? 80s, yeah. 80s. Um, when I came here, I, I feel like I want to be free, I want to do whatever I want, you know, then I met your dad, and, and with him, he gave me freedom. I mean, I didn't feel like uh, he dictated or anything. One of the coolest things is, like, the album, the photo albums we have is I've noticed that, like, 
you guys dated. Like, you went on dates. Like, you have photos at Santa Monica. Yeah. You went to Six Flags. I think that's something that, you know, not till I was an adult could I recognize that, like, you were also young people who had come from a really terrifying, you know, something really terrible. And then now you were young people in L.A. with other young people. But uh, at the same time, I feel like, wow, all the people have to die to be here, to have all the people have paid the way for me to be here. And and sometimes I want to encourage, tell you guys, don't take it for granted because a lot of people have to be die in order for me to be here. I guess life goes like that, goes on. And, uh, and you have to put it aside in order to enjoy what you have because the other way, the otherwise, if you keep thinking about that and feeling regrets and remorse, you can't live. You don't have a life. You have three daughters. <laughs> you know, like, what did you ever think that you were going to have three girls? When I had you, it was it was kind of hard. It was different. I said, maybe just one, you know, or two. Yeah. No, I was glad that I had three daughters, you know. What do you see... Like your for your life for our lives in the next like ten to fifteen years, I feel like I'm like in, in a new state right now. Like you guys growing up, and I, my my immediate goals is like uh, for Michelle and Heidi to finish school and be on their own and, and taking care of themselves, and for me just to enjoy life, to enjoy live a good life. I want to live until, I want to live until 100. (laughs) But uh, I want to stay, take care of myself. I don't want to depend on other people because all my life I've been taking care of myself. And, uh, but um, we'll see. We'll take it day by day. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoy it. Because you don't know tomorrow.